Isolation is something we've all had to deal with, especially over the last year. 2020 was hard on everyone. The films we're looking at this week explore isolation and how it can affect your mental state and how you can or cannot deal with that. Welcome to the Crossroads Podcast. Welcome to the Crossroads Podcast. I'm your host, Rob. I'm your other host, Ryan. And today we will be discussing movies that deal with isolation. Our first film is going to be 2009's Moon, written and directed by Duncan Jones. And our second film is Bo Burnham's Inside, written, starred, produced, directed, and edited by Bo Burnham. (laughs) Bo Burnham did everything. The credits are very short. Yeah, um, we'll get into that when we talk about it, but yeah, um, very, very uh, small skeleton crew on that film. Yes, I'm not sure if the credits were very short. I didn't watch all of them, but yeah, he d- he did everything there. But anyway, we're uh, we're getting yeah. ahead. We're going to start with with Moon, uh, a film that came out about 12 years ago. I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah. Written and directed by Duncan Jones, who people may or may not know is the son of David Bowie. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, David Bowie's actual name was D- uh, David Jones. Oh, I'm not sure where the Bowie part came from, but uh, yeah, he goes by. I think he goes by Jones to differentiate himself from his father. Uh, obviously, he's very talented in his own right, but he does different things than his dad does. Yeah, if dad you did. look at his filmography, he's got some heavy hitters in there. Yeah, uh, Warcraft wasn't really my thing, but it wasn't really supposed to. Mute, yeah. which I still have not seen, but I should. Source code was awesome. Yeah, it was. But let's talk about his film, Moon. It yeah. stars uh, Sam Rockwell and Kevin Spacey. It's almost hard to say his name. Yeah, which is kind of a shame. It's a good actor, not a good dude. Yeah, unfortunately. Because I really liked him. But... Yeah. And there's some I, yeah. other other stars in here, but they have very minor roles. And yeah, we're here I, to focus on Sam Rockwell. Yes, I just do want to point out quickly that Benedict Wong and Matt Berry are in it very briefly, and Matt mm-hmm. Berry's voice is so distinct. I'm like, oh, you, he's backlit and he's in shadow, and you can't see him, which is a shame because he has a very distinctive face. But his voice is so distinctive. I'm like, oh, that's Matt Berry. Cool. Yeah. What's he doing here? <laughs> He Matt Berry always shows up in the weirdest projects. Yeah, he's he's so, he's like British Jack Black, pretty much. Yeah, he kind of looks like Jack <laughs> Black too. But um, Moon is about an astronaut by the name of Sam Bell. He's at the end of his three-year shift on the moon, where yeah. they work to provide some resources that Earth is running out of, and. Yeah. During this last three-week period, he discovers a shocking secret. Should we get into that? It's kind of early in the movie, but it's also kind of a nice twist. Yeah, I mean, the movie's about ten years old. Unfortunately, it does kind of hinge on a major spoiler to really get into the second half of the film, especially. Yeah. But it starts hinting at it very early on. Let's try not to, and if it happens, it happens. Yeah. So... Yeah, Sam Rockwell is great here. He's doing fantastic work, largely playing against nothing for a significant portion of the movie. Yeah, it's him and a Jarvis-like computer voiced by Kevin Spacey. Yes, which, like, 
meanders slowly. It's very, it's very silly. It's very it, dry. it looks very inefficient. Yes, it's very inefficient. And you know, thoughts of Kevin Spacey aside, I think he does his best to imbue it with uh, pseudo humanity. It's still very cold. Yeah. It's still it, it hinges you know, on sarcastic because he's got that. Kevin Spacey does a very draw drawn out way of speaking, and it comes off as sarcastic. Yeah sarcastic yeah he's it's not a southern accent but it has a similar drawl to a southern accent if that makes sense it's it's complicated and hard to explain it's almost like a voice synthesizer but not quite one thing i really enjoy about this movie is the sets and the dialogue because yes this movie does not work without bad dialogue because it's an extremely dialogue heavy film and you know you got to make the characters believable Yes. And Sam Rockwell excels at, I think, delivering stylized dialogue. It's just one of those things that he's really good at. Yeah, that's he's been doing that for as long as he's been acting. Like He's oh, usually yeah. my favorite part of any movie he's in. He's he's so underrated, too. Like He just comes in, owns a scene, but is so unassuming that you don't always know how good he actually yeah. is. I always forget how many movies he's in. Oh, he's, he's so busy. And the good, I mean, the guy deserves everything he's yeah. getting. He's phenomenal in everything I've ever seen him in. He hasn't won an Oscar yet, has he? I think he's been nominated. He has. He did. He he won for uh, three billboards, okay. and he was nominated for Vice as well. I think he should have been nominated for Jojo Rabbit, but whatever. I think he should have been nominated, or at least considered for uh, Seven Psychopaths. He was great in that, but the movie's so weird. It's that, not very conventional yeah. by Hollywood standards. Yes. Yes, uh, I, yeah, I love that movie, and he's great in it. But explaining why he's great involves so much more yeah. of that movie. But maybe we'll do that some week. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, this is such a bizarre film because it's a, a significant portion of it is about just the madness of total isolation. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, he can call to his wife who's back on Earth, and he can talk to his robot. But that's about it's it. It's not the same as face-to-face interaction. No, as anyone who had to, you know, Zoom interactions over quarantine will tell you, it it gets old yeah. quick. I don't know about you, but it's very hard for me to pay attention to a screen. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, and the screen in in this is basically like a print, like a tiny little printer. Yeah, it's screen like a clip art of uh, a smiley face. Yeah, and that's the only real interaction that uh, that he gets with. Gertie, I believe, yes. is the name of the robot. Yeah. But yeah, Moon hangs entirely on Sam Rockwell and his performance, and he absolutely yes. nails it. It's a shame this movie wasn't more well-received when it came out. It kind of... Yeah. Like, I watched it my first time on accident. I just... I think I put it on. It was on, like, Sci-Fi or something. Yeah, it... It didn't do great at the box office. It did make more than its budget, because the budget was very low, but I don't know... They probably didn't make a ton of money, relatively speaking. The budget was five million and it grossed five million and ten. Yeah. So it it made a ten thousand dollars. Yeah, it's not you know amazing, Um, but what's interesting is that there's only a few other people in this film, and some of them have gone on to be very successful. Matt Berry's had a crazy career i mean he was well known in england at the time but he's become well known in america from things like what we do, what we do in the, the shadows, shadows. Uh, the it crowd that's england though yes yes 
Uh, and then uh, Kaya Scodelero, who's only in the film for a few short sequences, has gone on to be very successful and as Benedict well. Benedict Wong mm. went on to do Doctor Strange and various other yeah. big budget movies. Yeah, he's always in these crazy space yeah. movies. He was in Annihilation. He was in one of the Alien prequels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it's not a whole lot to talk about with Moon. It's a very simple plot that we don't want to get into yes. for spoiler regions. I think everybody should see this movie. Yes. It's, I mean, it's worth watching alone just for how good Sam Rockwell is in it. And it's unfortunately one of those reasons, one of those films where I can't tell you the reason why he's so good you have to just go yeah. see it he's just very believable because... in his role oh absolutely and there's a ton of cool espionage not espionage but like mysterious yeah. stuff going on there's some really clever it's bigger than it than yeah. you'd expect. it's a slow burn but what it builds to yes. is really fun yes so, i'm gonna give that yeah. a recommend and Absolutely. Let's see how it compares to Bo Burnham's new. Uh, Bo, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, join us after the music yeah. for Bo Burnham. Welcome back to Crossroads. Yeah, so our next film is Bo Burnham's Inside from 2020. This is quite an interesting thing. It's it's kind of a comedy special because it's the right length for a comedy special. It's like an hour and a half, but it's, it's a little different from a typical comedy special. Yes, this was directed by, written by, starring shot by edited by all all that by bo burnham and the budget had to be like a dollar <laughs> it was it was four dollars for uh, electrical equipment i have yeah. no idea uh, but you know he's an interesting fellow he started off in musical comedy which i never found interesting he just seemed like he was being edgy for its own sake but that was kind of what was going on he at the got time. really popular in about 2005 me and my buddy in yeah. middle school found him and we thought he was really funny but then flash yeah. forward to post high school i just never really thought about Bur- bo burnham again until i think his last netflix special came out i gave it a shot and really liked it yeah and that was probably five years yeah. ago and he had since then taken a break from being in front of the camera for the most part he had directed specials for other comedians he actually made a movie which was very well received called eighth grade and he's played minor roles in some films um first one that comes to mind is promising young woman yeah he was yeah he was awesome i was really i was really impressed uh but he you know lockdown happened and he couldn't really leave his house because he was lives in la where lockdown was really Mm -hmm. tough I mean, people were not allowed to go out in the street in some cases. And he was, you know, he had this whole room set up as a studio and he just did his comedy in there. And it's 
fascinating. It's, it's basically like a guy on the brink of a mental breakdown. Yeah, he he kind of tells it in skits and sh- almost short films that's told through music. So he'll he'll do like a musical number and tie that in with a skit and then somehow tie that back into a musical number and it's it's all about what he is personally experiencing through the lockdown. Yeah. There's I'm not saying it isn't funny because it's very funny, but it's funny in a very particular way. It's funny in a haha remember lockdown kind of way. Yeah, or like oh I know what it felt yeah. like or oh this is actually like this is concerning because this guy's clearly going yeah. through some stuff. And he was going through stuff before lockdown, so this must yeah. have really been detrimental to him. But I kind of yes. had a hard time watching this, not because it was bad or anything, but because like I didn't want to go through lockdown again. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And some of this comedy is very dark thankfully it's his old comedy was dark but it was always punching down which is why i didn't much care for it this is just punching up all the way which is great it's it's making fun of people but it's always like people that we know to not be good (laughs) or you know he makes fun of jeff bezos he you know makes fun of you know criminal people uh, who deserve to be made yeah absolutely and that i think really endeared me to him is that he's using his platform for good and i appreciated that and not only is he saying something he's being extremely entertaining about it because not only does he attack not really attack but make fun of the big ceos but he's he's just making fun of things that became super popular during lockdown like react videos or instagram (laughs) or point and click video games yeah the there's this moment, I think my favorite part of the entire bit is uh, he's he made a video, a very short song, it's like a minute long song, and then he made another video reacting to that, and then it continues to just get more and more nested. I was losing it so... at that scene. I was laughing so hard. I was like, how did he do? Like, I know how he did it technologically, but like, how did he actually shoot that convincingly? Yeah. And like, oh, that's so clever. It's really, really brilliant. Yeah, this is shot extremely well, and mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think it was on an iPhone. I think he had a, a DSLR because the quality yeah, is too he, good. No, he definitely like the the quote poster is his studio, and he's got you know nice. Yeah, he's got full on lighting rigs, and he's got high end recording equipment. Like this was a very professional production. This. I mean, this is the guy who's been interested in this since forever, yeah, he, and he probably... He definitely owns all this equipment. So the oh, budget yeah. for this movie going in, it probably zero for him. He probably already had all this stuff, or knew where to get yeah. it. And I'm sure and, he knows people with it. Yeah. And he's been doing this stuff forever, basically, so he's just gotten better mm-hmm. and better at it. And since then, he's gone on to actually direct films and direct other live specials. And, this reminded me a lot of his yeah. early YouTube days. Oh, absolutely. That's, um, that must be on yeah. purpose. Because it's the same thing. Just one guy and a camera. Yeah. It's, it, he's going yeah. back to his roots and he knows where he came from. Yeah. He's also like a better musician than I was expecting. He's fantastic. Yeah. A lot of comedy guys either play down their abilities or only get to the point where they can do you know, enough what they yeah. need to do to be funny. Yeah, comedy, and especially in music, is tough. Yeah. 
there's a guy named Tom Lehrer who I think is probably an influence on Bo Burnham, who was a math teacher, but he also had a short-lived career as a as a comedian, as a piano playing comedian. He, he's very silly and very smart, and I think that's got to be a huge influence on Bo Burnham as does, well. How far does he predate Bo Burnham? He was his musical career lasted like three years in the early sixties. Oh, wow. I think. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if he's still around because he did this when he was so young. Oh yeah, he's 93 years old. Uh, he he uh, did not like touring, so he went and just went back to being a math nice. teacher. Well, at least he tried it. You know? Yeah. Uh, I think Bo Burnham was probably a huge influence, or was probably influenced by this yeah. guy, because it's just very irreverent, but he's also very funny. Unfortunately, this this special is not, um, there's not really a plot to it. It's funny. I, I definitely recommend yeah. it, but it's heavy. Yeah, it starts Bo Burnham, normal guy, and as the special goes on, the songs and sketches get darker and darker and darker and darker. Yeah. And you can tell... It's just his mental state from living in 2020. Yeah. But that's also I mean, why that it's so good to year. watch because it feels so genuine. It feels oh, realistic. Absolutely. It doesn't feel like a Hollywood production. Yeah. It. Um, I was kind of, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but in the beginning of it, I felt like, this is a deep pull. Did you see the new Dawn of the Dead from like, tw- the, the Zack Snyder, Snyder one? one from like 2005? Yeah. There is on the on the DVD. There's a bonus feature which shows a minor character who's locked in his house during the apocalypse, okay. and it's his video journal. He's not a great actor, and he's clearly improvising a lot of what he's saying. But you still just like get this guy who's losing his mind, and this was like a way better version of that. That's a deep cut. <laughs> it's a deep cut, yeah. But no, um, I'll have to watch that. I've been meaning to watch that movie, yeah. so now I have an excuse to. I think also because, coincidence, I'm sure, Bo looks like that dude in the special. His hair has gotten long. He's got a bit of a beard. Do you think he was just uh, cosplaying as that, that character? <laughs> no, <laughs> I doubt it. If he was cosplaying anyone, he was cosplaying as Jesus, yeah. probably. <laughs> but no. I would highly doubt that he was like, I'm going to dress like that guy from that bonus feature from that movie. No. Little did you know. No. But, yeah, there's not a whole lot to talk about with this. It's a one-man show, start to finish. So, like, yeah. it's... His his mom is in it very true. briefly. And that's, <laughs> but, like, uh, a screen recording. Yeah. It's it it's very funny. I'm It's, it's very heavy. Mm-hmm. I had to take breaks watching it because it does get a little intense. Uh, not, like, plot-wise, obviously, but just... It gets like dark. The ennui. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, who among us didn't have a few very dark moments? Yeah last year yeah um i'm hoping this is one of the last lockdown movies we do because we we've been doing a lot over the last year and it's hard not to and i'm kind of sick of living it the thing is it's very much like a time and a place thing it definitely filled a purpose but now i don't want to deal with that anymore i just want to move past that and we're getting to that point but I'm ready to just, you know, I've been doing my best to be safe mm-hmm. and take care of myself and others, but like, I don't want my media to reflect that either. I want my media to be escapist. Yeah, I watch movies and TV shows to escape reality. <laughs> yes. But, yeah. Um, so which of these two movies do you think did the isolation 
hidden alone theme better. I think Inside definitely did, but that's by what the plot gets into in Moon. Yeah. So I can't really discuss why. <laughs> Inside is definitely more realistic and relatable, but I thought Moon had a plot and therefore more entertaining. But it becomes yeah. less and less of an isolation film. It does, which I was not expecting, but I liked where it yeah. went, and it's very well done and brilliant in its own yes. way. I think these are both; these are two very intelligent films made by smart yes. people, and I, that makes all the difference. Yes, I highly recommend both of them. You can, you know, if you are a clever person, even with very little in the way of budget, you can get a lot yeah. done. Turns out you can make a whole it's movie cool. in your apartment for free. Yeah. It... This is the kind of film that was definitely made by one person with a vision yeah. because you could plan certain things mm-hmm. incredibly well, which you couldn't do even with one other person because they're going to put their own yes. ideas in. And I'm not saying that auteur theory is good or bad, just that he had a vision and he executed it, and that's yeah. awesome. Probably kept him from going nuts during Oh, yeah. He clearly needed too. something to do. Oh, absolutely. I I know that I got into so many hobbies yeah. <laughs> during quarantine. <laughs> I get it. Um, do you want to talk about next week? Yeah, there's not a, unfortunately not a ton we can say plot wise. Definitely check these ones out. Uh, Inside is available for free on Netflix. It, it's great. Moon, you have to hunt for a little bit more. Moon is uh, next, free on Tubi. Okay, cool. Um, Next week, we are taking a break for the... It would be the, the normally the week that we would do uh, 4th of July. I'll, I'm actually going on vacation as part of... I'm, I'm finally taking a bit of a break. I've been burning the candle at both ends for quite some time. I just need to unplug a little bit. So we are taking a week off. Uh, we are hoping that in that time, the new release, Green Knight, has come out. Uh, I'm not sure where it will be released. From time Hopefully, of recording, it's set to come out at the end of next week. So yes. I'm hoping we can do that. Yes, I'm really looking forward to it. It looks like uh, this new this new director, actually not even that new, he's been around for a while, uh, David Lowry. Yeah, I know that name. Looks like this might, yeah, he did a ghost story, among other things. Oh, wait, no. He's done quite a few things. Wow. Um, he's also his own editor, but I'm hoping that he would kind of be another person like uh, Ari Aster. Yeah. Or um, I can't think of his name. David Eggers. Robert Eggers. Um, Robert Eggers. Sorry. David Eggers is a, is a satirist. Uh, anyway. Um I'm hoping he'll be another one of those guys because this movie looks very interesting. Yeah, he he's done a couple big budget movies and then his main stuff's the A24 stuff. Old Man and the Gun's yeah. supposed to be very good. Ghost Story's very good. Ghost Story is very weird. It's not a horror movie. It's a love story. Even though it's definitely a horror Like, it, it's, it's not scary, yeah. but it's a horror movie, if that yeah. makes sense. But it's definitely not scary. Yeah. It's sad. There's also this five-minute scene with a pie that I don't understand until life for me, but that's... It's too deep for your... Unrelated. <laughs> Clearly. Um, but what would you like to pair Green Knight with? I have no It's kind of hard to... You know, Monty Python and the Holy Grail might be fun. <laughs> Maybe. But we'll have to see it before there's, we decide. There's like the 13th... There's this old Antonio Banderas movie that I remember coming out that I never saw. Mm-hmm. 
I just knew it used the same font as Diablo, Ooh. so I was super excited okay. about it. But I don't know anything about it other yeah. than that. So unfortunately, this is going to be a short week, yeah. but uh, you know, definitely check out Inside, especially if you need a bit of comedy in your life. And maybe Moon when things are a little less crazy. Yeah, I recommend both. I think I preferred Moon mainly because it had an actual plot, but that's no reason to skip on Bo Burnham's. Yeah, Moon has more ideas in it than I thought yes. it had, and I was really impressed with what it managed to do in a relatively short runtime yeah. with clearly not a huge amount of budget. Yeah. But it's very well done, and I highly recommend it. But that's all I have for yeah. this week's yeah. episode. Yes, uh, same cool. here. Uh, thank you for joining us at the crossroads. Join us next week.